bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. This is Two Birds, One Clone, where three college friends bullshit about sports. All right, let's get this bad boy rolling. We'll start off with, uh, I think, the biggest news story that came out this week. Uh, Matt Stafford is now a Los Angeles Ram. He got traded for Jared Goff, two first-rounders, and a third-rounder. I think if anybody won this trade, it's the Lions. But then again, the Lions have to, like, draft well for that to happen. So, who knows if they'll do that. But I feel like the Lions aren't that bad of a drafting team. They just are really bad at, like, keeping their players to stay with them. So, um, yeah, but as far as the Rams, with how good their defense is, the last time Matt Stafford had a top 10 defense, they went 11-5 and five or whatever. So, I, yeah, I mean, I think the Rams will be, like, maybe contender. Oh, yeah. I mean, they already are contenders because of how good their defense is. They have the best defense in the league. And you had a quarterback like Stafford. I mean, it's only going to get better. I, I They're going to be real tough, I think. And the Lions, they're just going to rebuild again. They got to start over again like they always do. They thought they had it back, and now they're back to at the bottom. Yeah, I mean, like it shows you, like, when Goff had his good games, he threw up for, like, 400 and stuff. Like, the Rams looked insane. But the games they look like dog shit was like the games uh, Goff would throw for like 175 and like three interceptions and some shit like that. So now having like a consistent like top 10 quarterback in the league and a guy like Stafford, I definitely think you or at least I was thinking the favorites in the NFC right now as of like right now for next year, I think would be the Rams or the Packers just because you add Stafford to the number one defense in football. And yeah, I mean, it's looking scary for the rest of the NFC. Yeah, um, what I heard is that the Colts were actually in trade conversation with Stafford. I think we all knew that, but they didn't offer any first-round picks. Now, and that's that's going to be weird with what the Eagles are going to do with Wentz because a lot of rumors with Wentz coming out to the Colts, it's like, well, if the, if the Colts won't even offer up a first-rounder for Stafford, then they're going to give up fucking peanuts for Carson Wentz, I'd imagine. Yeah. So, yeah. and we all know Wentz has no reason to stay in Philadelphia because I think Hurts is their guy, especially since you're going to have a new coach and everything. I don't know why they'd stick with Wentz, but, I mean, you guys can take over from there. Yeah, that's if you if you don't want to give up a first rounder, that's all the all these teams are going to want, though. Like, these bad teams are getting rid of quarterbacks. That's the problem there with the Colts, like, if you're go- you're gonna have to have a first rounder if you want a really good quarterback. I feel like, and if they're not willing to do that, maybe it was just Stafford they weren't. But yeah, I don't know. They're gonna have to give up something because they have a solid enough team already. You just need a quarterback and maybe a number one receiver. I feel like. No, yeah, I definitely think like you know, the only piece they're missing is quarterback. Last year, like they're basically like in the same boat as the Rams. The Rams have a little more weapons on offense, but like their defenses are pretty similar. Um, the Colts do have a better O line. O line, they probably have, if not the best uh, line in football. So, and then an upcoming running back like Jonathan Taylor. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see who they go for now. Like if they go for kind of like a long term guy like Wentz, or even like, or I guess I heard like Matt Ryan staying. But like if Matt Ryan was the market, would they go for him and try and like win now? But we'll see what they do. Yeah, and sticking with that whole first-rounder saying, God knows what the Texans are going to do with Deshaun. I mean, every day it's like something new with him, whether the tight, or Texans will actually trade him or not. But if the Lions are going to give up that much just for staff, I mean, if the Rams are going to give up that much for Stafford, then God knows what people are going to give up for Watson. And I don't think any team's like willing to do that. I mean, that's a really ballsy move because imagine all the first-rounders are going to be up for him. Yeah, you're basically going to yeah. jeopardize your future if you trade for him. I mean, you got to – yeah, you have to. It's yeah. going to have to be a contending oh. team. A uh, new report came out. Andrew Luck uh, – some leaked text messages came out where Andrew Luck is possibly coming back to the Colts. And I imagine he watched the Colts this year and he's like, wow, like 
Philip Rivers like rarely got hit. I'm behind the best old line in football. Like if Andrew Luck came back and was the same as he was, I mean the Colts wouldn't even have to worry about quarterback anymore. Yeah, no, that'd, that'd be huge. Like Andrew Luck, he was a he was a beast when he played. It's like if he comes back, you're gonna have to hope he's that the uh, at least very close to full strength as he was if you want to compete. But he had a lot of injuries and he took some time off, so maybe that's not the case. So that's the thing you just gonna have to gamble with, I guess. Yeah, I doubt he really does come back. I mean, like he was pretty like locked in, like like he's like was like the smartest man in football. You know, like he went to Stanford. He's like a genius, and I just don't think he would just because of all the head injuries and stuff. I know, like it's probably like his urge deep down saying he wants to, you know, because he's like this could be me out there, but I doubt it. I mean, he would be a lot more protected, you know, like. Luck used to get hammered every game because their all line was dog shit. But yeah, now they go from like the worst all line to the best all line. So I still doubt it though, just because he's been all out of the game for what two, three years now, and it'll take him a while to like get back into like, especially as a quarterback, you know, like getting back into like reading defenses, plays, everything. New coach too. Exactly. Yeah, got to figure out everything over again. I feel like. I mean, but he is smart enough to yeah. be able to do something like that. Yeah. Um, we'll move on to baseball. Um, the Cardinals made some big moves. They sent Colton Wong out of the Brewers, and they signed Nolan Arenado from the Rockies. Um, I mean, fuck. The St. Louis ended up getting plus 2,000 uh, odds to go to the World Series now or, at, or win it or some shit like that. I mean, I don't, I don't really know how good the uh, Cardinals are looking this year, but I know the NL Central looks like shit. So, Yeah, I mean – I don't really know because Arenado is a huge, um, obviously a huge addition no matter where he goes. Like, he it's not like they did anything in Colorado with him. And, I mean, obviously the Cardinals are in Colorado, but you lose Wong too, so I don't really know. You did get better at getting Arenado, obviously. I, they're not contenders yet, I don't think. They'll be probably win their divisions to, this year, but I don't think they're World Series contenders yet. Yeah, I still think the division is actually like completely up for grabs. Like, I'd say you know the Cubs, Brewers, and Cardinals are all kind of in like the same level playing. You know, the only thing like the Cubs don't have with the other two is pitching because they lost everybody. But I mean, I guess we'll get onto it later. But that Jock Peterson sign was huge. Like it'll improve. But like you're thinking about it, like everyone's like, oh, they got Arenado. There's like a consistent like obviously like 100 percent in the field. Like he's the best best third baseman in baseball. Mm-hmm. Um. And then they're like they're going to easily get like forty five bombs and one hundred and thirty RBIs. But if you look at uh, Arenado's home and away splits from when he was on the Rockies, they're huge drop off. Like I bet thin air. I mean, exactly. Like, could you imagine if some of these other guys like played in Colorado? Like, yeah, it'd be insane. So like, and like I doubt Arenado ain't doing shit in the Windy City. That's for sure. <laughs> but uh, well, probably against Cubs pitching staff, you will. Yeah, that's but facts, uh. Yeah. I doubt he hits, like, I bet he hits, like, I don't know, 30, 35 home runs, and his RBIs goes down by, like, 20. But still, like, you're going to get a guy that will bat 300, like, 30, and, like, 100 at least, you know? Yeah, just, I don't want, you don't want to get your hopes up too much because, like, there's a lot of guys, once they switch teams, they're not that good right away. Like, it happens all the time in baseball. Like, it's Jason Hayward was absolutely dog shit. Yeah, um, when we got Donaldson, he was, like, a top five at least third baseman he was dog shit for the twins last year so i it maybe it's like an adjustment thing in baseball because i don't well, especially going from playing in colorado too. yeah no it happens a lot in baseball when team when players switch like bryce harper for example he's back to where he was now but right away oh, yeah. he was not very good I and mean, it happens all the time it maybe it takes time to get used to i don't know what it is but there's no guarantee just... he's gonna be a stud I just don't get how that transition thing would really matter because there's a lot of baseball teams where there's players on the team that don't even speak the same language as you. And two, like coaching is like really not even that important in baseball unless you're like just deciding on like lineups and like who to pitch at certain times and shit like that. So like, I, I don't know. There's probably a lot more that goes into it, but I just don't see how like moving to a different city other than like the climate you're in, like why loud matter but yeah i don't understand it either but like it happens that's a, i never understood it in baseball especially but it does happen that's the it's weird yeah 
We'll move on to what Jack was talking about. Jack Peterson gets signed to the Cubs one year, $8 million, I think. Um, what I think the Cubs are doing here, since he's just a Schwarber that can field, is they're just going to pray to God that he, like, balls out for him, and then they just move him for more pieces, like, near the trade deadline. So, I I mean, otherwise, the Cubs really have no business of having him, having him in my opinion, you know, other than flipping him, so – yeah, he hasn't really had a great uh, year since his first two years really in the league. Like, he hasn't shown a whole lot. But I think he's a good player. Like you said, he's like a Schwarber that can field. That's basically all he did for the Dodgers was, other than his rookie year or his second year or something where he balled out. But, yeah, it depends, I guess, what you're going to get out of him. Hopefully something good if you're a Cubs fan. But, yeah, like you said, I like how he just maybe trade him for some other pieces. Yeah, I mean, like, thinking about it, like, the one-year deal, yeah, it doesn't, like, because the Cubs aren't in any way, shape, or form in a win-now mode, you know, after, like, shipping away their whole pitching staff. So it's basically just to add a little more firepower to the offense and, you know, already losing Schwarber and Almora in the outfield. Uh, it'll help having him there. I mean, that outfield will probably look like, you know, you'd have Happ and left, him in center, and Hayward and right, which is actually a pretty solid outfield. But, yeah, he's just, like, he doesn't bring the power Schwarber does. I mean, he's definitely got power, don't get me wrong, but he's just more of, like, a consistent hitter. You know, Schwarber's either a strikeout or a bomb, mm-hmm. so this guy does, like, yeah. add more into his game. But, yeah, I don't really expect the Cubs to have any improved odds after signing him, though. No, because, I mean, you're only getting a 230 career hit on his career. Yeah, exactly. like, it's not great. Yeah. Uh, we'll move on to some guys that we kind of grew up watching. Uh, Felix Hernandez got traded to the or-, or signed with the Orioles. Uh, they said he's just going to be a minor league guy. I guess he's not ready to hang up the cleats yet. But one guy that did was Justin Pedroia. Uh, the only thing I would say about Pedroia is he gave hope to like all the short people in the world, and like he balled out most of his career. Love both of the guys, Felix Hernandez. I always love having him on uh, MLB the Show because the crowd always put up the K signs. You know that's pretty electric. Love King Felix, but, yeah, these two guys, I mean, they're pretty much done for. So, yeah, we're getting old boys. Yeah, no, I – Dustin Pedroia is, like, one of my favorite players just because, like, I always have, I have his glove and stuff because he has the glove with Wilson. But, no, I always liked him because he's a good fielder and stuff. And he's got, like, one MVP, I think. And uh, so, I – yeah, he's he was really good. I love watching him grow up. And uh, Felix, too. I know Jack really loves King Felix. He's a dude. But, yeah, he was a baller, too, in his prime. So, uh, they're both gone. It's crazy all these guys are retiring. Yeah, I know. Well, like, Felix in his prime, you put him out on the bump, and it's like a consistent 14-plus Ks. Like, he's just mowing down everybody. But, um, yeah, Pedroia, he's like – the complete opposite of what you see in like middle infielders now, you know, like all the middle infielders, like Tatis, Baez, all those guys like that, like Frankie Lindor, like they're all flashing stuff. Pedroia's is like a hard headed American that just like doesn't do yeah, it. Yeah, literally. But I mean, he's a star. Yeah. Like he was definitely a big part of how that Red Sox team like, uh, like went on a tear and they're back in their day. Yeah, he's a very animated guy too. Like he, had a lot of emotion. Oh, no, he's stuff always, always fired Oh my up. god, yeah. remember. Remember he that uh, he'd go off. Remember that Red Sox team that like all grew out their beards during the playoffs? It was like Pedroia, Matt Napoli, obviously yeah, big they hockey. Were... Like that shit was electric. That guy just bearded dudes just fucking. I think they had a uh, Kimbrel at the time. Too. Cool. Yeah, they did. They had Kimbrel. Kimbrel with mm-hmm. his beard. Oh yeah, facts. He'd, he'd come out of the pen with the dangle he sucked on the Cubs. Yeah. All right, we'll move on to basketball. Uh, LeBron, we got him in the news. Um, fat fighting with uh, Daddy Carlo and his girl. Um, first off, my question for you guys: uh, Smash or pass? Smash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's probably. I mean, she's she's fucking. She's got more plastic than a Barbie girl, but I mean, it doesn't really matter. Um, she claimed that she's twenty five. Uh, that's cap. Um, the Daddy Carlo guy probably claims he's like thirty five. We all know he's sixty. But uh, yeah, LeBron called him an old steroid yeah. ass. I mean, then he then he told the girl to shut up, bitch. Then they got kicked out of the game. But uh, yeah, LeBron ended up tweeting out what was it? Oh, courtside Karen. Yeah, it was hilarious. Or whatever. Yeah, I love that shit. That's hilarious. Well, 
it's funny because she went on social media and all this shit, started talking about it, and it's like you think LeBron gives a fuck like what you're doing? Like, no, you say no all you one want. Ever know who she is? No, but... she was just trying to get like a, a LeBron's attention or something, and LeBron wasn't gonna do anything. Like, he didn't give a fuck about any any of that shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not much to it. Just well, you see that like in the future, or I mean, not in the future, but in the past, you know, those guys. Those, like, people have tried, like, shitting on LeBron, too. So, they're, you know, like, I'm not a big LeBron guy myself, but I do, like, respect him just, like, the same way I do with Tom Brady. I mean, like, I would never go sit games courtside and just fucking mouth off LeBron, too. Because you're, like, a 6'8", 240-pound guy. I'll pass on that one. But I think that's where we differ, Jack. I think I would definitely fucking bark at him, give him a few yaps. Yeah, he's probably going to drop 40 on your team. Then no, you I'd probably, I'd probably bark at a guy hilarious like hilarious to see him react to it. No, if I was in court side, I'd, bef- I'd definitely, like, start mouth- mouthing off to maybe, like, a guy like, like Denzel Valentine, you know, where, like, I know I'm about the same <laughs> skill level at basketball as him. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. Actually, speaking of that, uh, any of you guys watched the Bulls game last night against the Knicks? I did not get around. I will uh, I... guess what they shot from three. I'll give you guys both a guess here. Like 15%? It was, no, Is it bad it was, or good? It was Are blank we... for 33. Just guess what they did. They shot 33 uh, threes. Oh, my God. Seven, seven for 33. I'm going to go like nine. They shot five for 33. Oh, from behind the arc. I was going to say like – that's terrible. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm like, Denzel Valentine shot nine of them. Oh, he's a bucket. Oh, my bro. God. He shoots like he fucking broke his elbow. <laughs> God, remember when Jack fucking got her ass when he said six man of the year, Denzel Valentine? Oh, you mean you switch your answer, but still. Oh, you guys are just fucking. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, anyway. Bradley Beal says he's staying in Washington. I mean, I guess if you're going to get paid, like, a pretty penny every year and you're going to go to the All-Star team for, like, probably the next how many years of his career, like, I guess you might as well stay in Washington. But I guess he's just saying, like, fuck the playoffs and everything about him. But Yeah, maybe he sees something. Like, I don't know what – I don't know why he'd want to stay there. It's fucking dead. <laughs> I'm saying maybe he sees something like the young guys – Maybe, yeah, maybe that's it, why he wants to stay. And he can be the guy for the rest of his career, I guess. But I, I don't really see why he'd want to stay. But kudos to him for being loyal, though. Love to see that. Yeah, I mean, granted, you know, they are on a two-game win streak. Uh, they beat the Nets mm-hmm. and they beat the uh, <laughs> they beat the Heat last night. So, you know, Heat, uh, they're probably – Either hot or you're He's dealing. probably – oh, yeah, they're due for one. But he's probably following the bouncing ball here, you know, like. <laughs> like, like we're we're due for about a finals appearance, you know. Him and Westbrook leading the charge. Uh, oh shit! I guess Thomas Bryant Westbrook's... wasn't a bad big guy, but I think he tore his ACL. Um, yeah, that's about it, though. I mean, I don't know. Like somewhere, I guess they can like resurrect like Gilbert Arenas or something. Yeah, T's and P's to Thomas. I know Bryant. the Timberwolves guys are really balling out, but yeah, I think the Bulls have a better record than them. Bulls are like five. Uh, Timberwolves. Timberwolves are five and sixteen. Yeah, the Bulls are like oh uh, nine and like twelve or something like that. We're in the. I'm gonna blame it on all these snowstorms we've been getting. Oh, we went on like eight game losing streak. Oh, we're definitely in the hunt. Though. Then we won. Timberwolves are just. They won on eight game losing streak, beat the Spurs, and then won a four game losing streak. Yeah, I think Anthony Edwards has a better shot of winning a championship with the Minnesota Vikings instead of the Minnesota. No, Minnesota Edwards is Edwards is Edwards is like the only guy. Edwards and Beasley are the only guys that are playing good. And it, I saw something. Um, Cat and D'Lo, since we got him, have only played five games together. Uh, like, oh, like, maybe. Like, what the fuck? Like maybe we that's get your bo- remedy there. <laughs> I don't know how they've done in those five games, but like. Geez, like, we get them to play together, and they haven't even ever played together. It sucks. We have, like, two guys that are good on our team because is always hurt or something, and then Beasley and Edwards uh, tough year. play really well. That's about it. Well, I mean, good thing the Twins are going to be awesome this year, so you can cheer for them. Oh, they will be. They will be. <laughs> With uh, Anderson? Uh, Cruz is no, coming back, right. so. Hey, that's Cruz a little segue. Back. Angelton Simmons, which I wasn't really going to bring this up, but actually has, like, 
I guess depression issues, which nothing to joke about or anything, but that kind of, that kind of blows for the, you know, the twins, like, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah we're I, still... I like Andrew Blood Simmons a lot, not because I use him on like anything, but because, I don't know, I kind of like watching the best fielding plays. No, but the thing is, though, like, let's say he like, isn't that good. It's not like we got, we didn't get rid of anybody for him. We still have, um, Royce Lewis hasn't even played ever, so we still have him. He's like one of the top three, um, pipeline guys right now and then we have Polanco still and we still have a rise so like we're it's not like we got rid of people to get Simmons so hopefully he's good but if he's not we always have our guys still yeah well sticking with you Luke um talking to a big uh James Harden supporter here you tried saying on Twitter that the John Wall DeMarcus Cousins Rockets are better than I didn't say John Wall DeMarcus Cousins John Wall and Depot. Well, I mean, Cousins still on the team. There. You, you meant like the Rockets right now. All right. Okay, yeah. yeah. Let me explain. Let me explain this. All right. They want. They're six and three with the number one defense in the league since they got them. I'm not saying like, I'm saying since Harden started being a diva, they are better. They need to get rid of him. They are a way better team right now because they have the best defense in the league. They went on a six game win streak. Just lost to the Thunder. Okay. But I thought they you literally, were saying that like 2018 Rockets that they were, had Chris Paul and Harden. Yeah, like, not, and I said they, Westbrook and, and Harden. Game seven with the Warriors. Yeah, I said Chris Paul. I said hurt. Westbrook and Harden, not okay, Chris yeah, Paul and Harden. Westbrook can suck the bottom of my balls. He yeah, and then out, they got Christian Wood. Now. Christian Wood is a bucket. Oh yeah, I love Christian double Wood. double. That's like that's fair to say they have a. Number one defense in the league. They have the same record as the Nets since the Nets got Harden. So I mean, they're playing really well without Harden. They were three and six with him. They're like have a winning record without him this year. Yeah. All right, we'll move on. This well, shit. This is probably the biggest news of the week. Uh, NCAA football, it's back, baby. Um, just. I mean, I remember playing the game. I played in Beano's dorm not too long ago, Wiseman for Heisman. Uh, I guess one question about this game, like, who is your go-to team on this? And I'll start mine. Even though I'm a Hawkeyes fan, I always picked Ohio State. I got – I hate to say it, but, I mean, they they were fucking insane on that game, so. Yeah, I never had it, though. I just, wow. like, played it on other people. Wow. So, I had um, – because I didn't get a PlayStation until – uh, it was like four years after the game was act, or like a couple years after the game was like done. So I never really I had it on the Wii. I know I had like eleven, but it was on uh, Xbox. Yeah, I didn't have an. I had a PlayStation. I had a PS3. That uh, was the first game was, I had, and fourteen was when it ended. I got a PS3 in like uh I want to say fifteen. I had it on the PS3. So like I did, when did I didn't have a PS3 right away when it came like and then I stopped when I got it so I just never got around to getting it but no it's gonna be another it sucks because another two or three years though till it's coming out I heard jeez that's gay yeah. I know yeah but you know I woke up saw the news Joe I mean it was it was enough to make a grown man cry <laughs> no literally though so I I started NCAA football NCAA football twelve I think was the first one I did. And then 13, I got really big into the one with RG3 and Barry Sanders on the cover. Oh, yeah. And then 14 was one of Denard Robinson. I think that might be my, my – like, when I had Max Sox 360, the amount of hours I spent on that game was insane. I literally had, like, 15 different career mode guys. Like, I had, like, a quarterback, running back, wide receiver. It's, like, the most fun career mode you've ever played in your life because, like, like, you're playing those games. Like, you play one, like, a career mode of Madden. You don't really care if you lose, you know, because you can still make the playoffs. But, like, back then, it was just, like, a regular national championship game. So, like, you had to mm-hmm. fucking win every yeah. game. Like, like games come down to wire, and you're, like, sweating. Because, like, if you lose one game, you're not making the national championship. But, like, that's why I'm so pumped for this year. I mean, for, like, uh, for the next gen. The next one. Because, yeah. uh, like, think about this. Like, it's basically college football, but with, like, next gen graphics like we have now. And, like, all the new shit, like, college football playoffs and shit. I think I've already made an executive uh, decision that I'm going to make a running back. And he's going to Penn State, so I can absolutely be electric every oh, game. Oh, exactly. Oh, like, I'm coming out in a white no, game like, and rushing for 400 yards on Ohio State. I remember me and uh, – I would always go to Deuces, and Deuce had it, and we'd play, and 
we'd always do career guys. Bryce had the amount of career guys he had was unreal, and he'd obviously the best guy ever, and he was always a running back. But we'd always play, and he'd, we'd, he'd always pick Hawaii, though, just because it was cool. Jack, I know you're a big Hawaii yeah, guy, Yeah, I, I got some merch. <laughs> no, I just hope I just hope I just hope EA doesn't like make it too complex like they you know yeah. I hope no, they just keep exactly. it I hope, no literally Change, fix the graphics fix the graphics and don't touch but, like, anything else. fix the graphics fix like uh, yeah. just like more like stadium animations you like, know bug fixes and stuff like like, yeah. like like all the updated stadiums and all that shit and then basically put in the college football playoff system and then you're basically done just let let it ride yeah, yeah, no, but like knowing EA, especially since no. it's not going to be out for another. If couple it ends of years, up turning up like it's going it to be out like Madden, I'm going to be pissed because Madden's so like yeah, it's just so repetitive. Exactly. You know? Yeah, no, I like, guess the thing like it's not going to be for a couple of years until the game comes out. It's what the rumors are. Hopefully, that's those are false. Hopefully, it comes out real soon, like next year. Yeah, but there's just going to be more technology, more like everything. So they're probably going to make the game try to make the game so high tech. So I just hope they don't ruin it. It's going to be hard to ruin college football, though. Like, I know. That just EA's lucky they're making it, because if they weren't making it, it'd put their fucking Madden game out of business. No, like, um, I think I was listening to the um, part of my take, and they were talking about it. They said, it's actually good, you know, wait a couple, like they said, two, two to three years or whatever. It's like, wait a couple years so people forget about it, and all of a sudden, like, holy shit, game's out, and, like, everyone's just going to be so hyped again. Oh, uh, yeah, it's going to be... Rejoice. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, we already broke down the conference championships, right? Like the AFC, NFC championships. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, tune in to last week's episode if you want to hear that. But uh, we'll move on to the Super Bowl. Um, big day for us. We're going to have a lot of fun doing this. But uh, the Super Bowl, so, of course, we have the Chiefs versus Buccaneers. Um, I'm going – I think all right. So we're all getting a betting slip or a parlay. We're going Chiefs on. I mean, uh, Chiefs spread minus three. Then we're gonna go uh, Kelsey. Fuck Jack, you take it away. You know. Yeah. So we're gonna go Chiefs minus three. So we basically they basically they gotta win by four if we wanna make money. If they win by three, we just get our money back. You know. And then uh, we got Kelsey anytime touchdown, which I mean the way Kelsey's playing is basically a shoe in. Leonard Fournette anytime touchdown. The way he's been playing, Fournette, Fournette. it seems like a shoe in too. Like they're like he's just like turned into that lead back now. And then uh, we have we have Tom Brady throwing under two hundred ninety six yards. And uh, Luke actually has a good take about this one, so I'll pass the baton over to Luke here. What the Brady the under yards? Yeah, he's he's gotten. I think he had one game over two fifty against a good defense, but the one it was like two seventy three, and the the other defense I did it against was the um the Chiefs. He got like three hundred, but they're down like what twenty four to nothing. So I mean, like, is that really anything? Especially because I think, like, like I said, you got to keep the ball away from. The Chiefs, I feel like that's the, they're going to be their mentality, keep the ball away from the Chiefs, and especially Fournette's playing so well right now that they can do that. And they have one of the better lines, and the Chiefs' run game is, I think, worse than the league. So I feel like that's how they're going to win is running the ball, not airing it out. and keep. You can't, Tom Brady's not going to be a guy to keep up with Mahomes, I don't think. So you kind of got to run it, and I don't think he's going to get it because he hasn't done – get the 296 because they hadn't done it against a good defense really all year. Yeah, it's probably a testosterone thing, like not being able to keep up with Patrick Mahomes because of age difference. Yeah. But, um, yeah. <laughs> well, well, just my two cents here, all two of them. Um, I just think, well, yeah, Fournette's balling. The Tampa Bay, if they're not up by 10 at halftime, they're fucked. Um, because this defense, I don't think is, can really compare to the 49ers defense of last year. And we all saw what happened in the fourth quarter, like six minutes left when they were down by 10, like they just threw bombs. And yeah, I think that Tom Brady, uh, over under for pass yards is a lock too. Cause I mean, for the, what, uh, Luke was saying and two Bryce Fossil fucking brought up the Washington football game, like. How like why the fuck do you bring that? I I don't know. He it, I I'd imagine all of our listeners know who Bryce is, and they all would know he doesn't know his head from his ass. But yeah, I we we can't really take shit from him. 
Yeah, um, he said something. Just one thing, though, I want to bring up is the Chiefs losing this their offense lineman. I think it's Mitchell Schwartz and uh, Eric Fisher, is it? Yeah, it's both their something tackles. Like that. Anyway, that, yeah. that could be tough because JPP and Shaquille Barrett coming off the line, I mean, that's fucking scary. I imagine Mahomes, like, will be able to make some plays either way. But, uh, yeah, it's interesting to see. They're getting Clyde Edwards-Hilaire back. The Buccaneers are getting Antoine Winfield back. Um, They're also getting like Bell, know, like, or, I, Bell and Brown will both be back. But I mean, yeah, they're not too like yeah, two big players. I mean, but I mean, they're still. And the thing, is, like, um, with the line being missing, you can't. You can only rush probably four, without giving up Kelsey and Mahomes or not Mahomes, Kelsey and Tyreek. Um, gonna be open. They're gonna be open if you. Rush a lot. I I could, and a big another thing I heard was um, they like to line Kelsey up, not Kelsey and Tyree Kill on the same side, so like you can't double the same side. So like you can't, like you know what I mean. Like you, they're missing linemen, but no, and then like right, you're still only gonna be able to rush four or five guys. Like and Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback Mahomes, in football. Yeah, uh, come. He can make plays. When it comes to against the blitz, though, he's the best quarterback in football because he has guys that run four threes yeah. all around him. He hits on a slant. They go for 40 yards. Well, once you scramble, Kelsey's wide open every time. Every time he scrambles, Kelsey's just sitting somewhere wide yeah, open. I feel It's like – Yeah. Hey, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Um, the last thing I was going to bring up about this is uh, National Anthem. We got to bet on that. Slam the under. Um, I imagine it'll just be electricity. I mean, we'll we'll be hazardous the night before, wake up, probably slam some chicken sandwiches, watch Super Bowl, and just wow. fucking pray. Wow. <laughs> well, well, Does it really get much better than that? Yeah, let's yeah. Just pray that hits. But, um, one more quick thing I wanted to do. Quick. Um, so starting one pick I think it's so obvious I mean I don't there hasn't been a quarterback talent like this since they said like Andrew Luck uh, Trevor Lawrence number one mm-hmm. yeah yeah Tre- Trevor Lawrence is it it is not really like a argument here at all no. it's like I don't think anyone's one and it's gonna be a good pick yeah, it's going to be a good pick. Now, this is where it awesome. gets kind of interesting. This guy, Mr. Ryan uh, Wilson from CBS, says Zach Wilson going number two. Now, I don't know if you guys have watched. Yeah, I see that in all the draft boards. Yeah, He's I don't climbing. know if you guys have watched Zach Wilson highlights tape. but And I'm not comparing him to Patrick Mahomes at all, but he throws he throws a ball similarly. Fuck, I can't even talk, but he throws it like Mahomes. Like, it's the same thing with, like, fucking Rodgers, where they can throw it off any foot. Like, they – just make up their own plays and improvise super well. Like I, I'm wondering what you th- guys think about Zach Wilson. But I mean, who knows what the Jets are going to do here? Because they could go literally anywhere, and who knows what they think of Sam Darnold still? Yeah, I don't know much about Zach Wilson at all, but I know I wouldn't take Fields. I'm not big on Fields. They really haven't been all all year. But I don't really know much about this Wils- Zach Wilson. I know he's climbing, though, ever since, like, people are starting to look at him more. Because, like, in college, you're just kind of looking at the big guys. But now that the season's over, it's like they're starting to analyze him more. And he must be a, a dog, like they're saying. Hopefully he is because I like guys, like, coming out of BYU and stuff like that. It's kind of dope if they're really good. Yeah. Where is that, dude? Yeah, Jack, you got any takes on Zach Wilson? Uh, you know, I really haven't. I don't remember. I remember the other night, Joe. Me and you were pretty slammed. We started watching Zach Wilson highlights, but I don't remember yeah, I think a we lot. Turned it off right away. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, we, we weren't doing a whole lot of scenes when it came to that highlight reel. But uh, yeah, I mean, he definitely has potential. Obviously. He's going to take a big hit just from, like, the teams he played and where he's from, you know, just because, like, people, like, scouts love to see that, like, you got to, like, beat the best of the best, you know, and prove it. So, but I don't know. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Hopefully, I know if I, if I was the Bears right now, I'd say we get someone in free agency or via trade instead of relying on the draft because, you know, we don't have the best history of drafting quarterbacks. Especially yeah, with fucking Ryan Pace's dumbass. Still at, still no, at home. The, mo- the mock draft. 
Mock drafts, obviously, we're not even taking Good. a quarterback, man. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> just someone on the O line. I know. It's like we need one, but I would. I think that's what it was. I think we were getting the O line. Yeah, I saw. I can't remember where, who he was or where he was from, but yeah, yeah we'll move big. on to number three. Um, the Dolphins with their pick from Houston, uh, going offensive lineman, uh, Penny, Penny, fucking Sewell or whatever from Oregon. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure he's one of them guys that before games, he does one of them like Hawaiian fucking dances where they slap their knees, make a whole bunch of random noises. The like, that's up. the most electric shit almost in all of sports. Yeah. But yeah, he's an absolute monster. I could see them doing this to help out Tua. Um, I think they should stick with Tua, honestly, because um, there's, I saw like all these things about like Hall of Fame quarterbacks just sucking dick in their first year. And I didn't, I think he's shown flashes where he could be good enough. So, I mean, I don't think you can just not go – I mean, move away from Tua. Like, Josh Rosen, when they went Kyler the year after, Josh Rosen was, like, an obvious dog shit quarterback. But, yeah, I think, like, Tua is good enough to, like, not go quarterback here. Yeah, I've, and that uh, lineman is supposed to be, like, the best graded lineman. He's supposed to be, like, the best person like, overall all the time. Yeah, apparent some apparently. So I mean what from what I've seen yeah, it's, uh it's either him or they go with a guy like Smith yeah. or something like that. But I know Yeah, I, I don't think Smith's the best see, in the draft. That's your brings us to our next debate here. We're all debating like all yeah. of us are on the same side here, but the best receiver in the draft, it either comes down to I think well, in my opinion, I think the best receiver, like the best receivers, go Chase one, Waddle two, and Devontae Smith three. Yeah, I don't think Smith. Well, yeah, we'll I was saying Smith, Smith is cracked. He's um, right. number four. Well, they have Atlanta going Justin Fields. Now, I, I mean, I, I have no idea. I like about this pick. I kind of see Justin Fields as like a better throwing, like Cam Newton, which I fucking hate Cam Newton. And, I mean, if Matt Ryan leaves, I mean, I guess it doesn't really matter if he leaves or not. Like, they probably should look to the future for a quarterback. But, I mean, fuck. I mean, Justin Fields, I don't know if that's the guy to pull the trigger on. Like, the the Falcons aren't going to do any better than they are this year, next year. So, I mean, they're probably be in the same shoes they are next year to pick a quarterback. So, I don't know if they go Fields here or what. But, fuck. I mean, yeah, I'll get your guys' opinion. Yeah, I don't like the Fields pick. I think Fields should be a late first round, a second, just because I've seen so much stuff like recently since I've seen like on like all over social media about his like game film, how he only is looking at one receiver this whole time. Like maybe you can fix that, but it shows like there was times like that a big one was when he got lit up in that Clemson game. And they got that guy got targeting. There's a guy absolutely wide open down the field, but he's looking yeah. on the other side of the field. And he just ran it because he wasn't open. Like, they have so many clips yep. of that where he's just yeah, eyeing down one guy and his accuracy is not good. I've never been big on him because he had a bad year, I think, this year. He had the one good yeah, game in the but that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I like this pick either. If I was the Falcons, I'd probably go someone on the defense side of the ball. Considering like the fucking yeah, sixth grade pop Warner team could have scored forty points on them, but yeah, I definitely try and pick defense here if I was Atlanta. Because you no, know, I saw a report the other day actually saying uh, Julio and Matt Ryan are both expected to be back next year. Yeah, like, like they're not like moving them at all or anything. Yeah, I think going Fields here is just like a desperate move. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think it's just a bad idea to make a desperate move and pick four, but. We'll move on to pick five. The Bengals picking Rashawn Slater from uh, Northwestern. Um, the offensive <laughs> lineman. The offensive lineman. So like, like they need him. So like, we'll just move on. I mean, he went to Northwestern, so he's probably a genius. But <laughs> yeah, he's probably really smart. But Burrow needs some help. That's all. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, like the best lineman does come down either to that. Panay Sewell or Rashawn Slater. But, yeah. I hope he's a fucking stud now. That's going to be badass. Watching a pancake. I know. Oh, facts. All right. Next pick. Pick seven. <laughs> uh, we got Jamar Chase going to the Philadelphia Eagles. And then Devontae Smith going to the Lions. Now we can do our uh, wide receiver debate here. Um, I'm a real big uh, – 
Well, fuck. I don't know because the combine is going to speak a lot of fucking truth into existence here. Because if, you know, Waddle runs at 4-2, he's supposed to, then God knows where the fuck he's going to I imagine you go top 10 easy. But Jamar Chase, like, didn't even need a play this year. He's still here. Like, he's a stud, too. And Devontae Smith, everyone's saying, like, how skinny he is. If he gets pushed at the line, he's fucked. But I'm thinking if he gets off that line, he can just make a fucking dirty move on somebody and, you know, be wide open like he was all year for Alabama. So, I mean, I mean, it's kind of hard to, like, just shit on him for being skinny when people have been calling him that his whole career and he's still balled out. But, yeah, I, I – but, anyway, I think the – it is a good move for the Eagles to go wide receiver here, and the Lions need everybody and their mother on their team so they can really go anywhere here. Yeah, I I think per, if Waddle's healthy, like let's say Waddle was healthy all year and like he was fine, I think he was the best receiver in this draft class, and then Jamar Chase, and then um, then I'd go Smith. I'm not, I'm not even saying because Smith is smaller. It's just Waddle was a better receiver like all the other years that he was on the team than Smith and even to start the year he was when he played and like Jamar Chase he was better than Justin Jefferson last year like he was the number one receiver on that team Jetta had that four touchdown game but yeah that's what I would do it because if Waddle's 100% he's gonna be a stud like he has been ever since he was a freshman at Bama yeah um I mean yeah it's a great pick for the Eagles they're basically picking someone to replace their misery of picking Rieger <laughs> over Jefferson last year. Yeah. And then, yeah, the Lions, it'd be a great pick. Because, like, everyone was picking thing quarterback, and now that they got golf, they don't – like, that's already filled. And I heard reports on Galladay not, might not even be there by the start of next year either. So, yeah, they'll definitely need a court, I mean, a wide receiver. Yeah. Uh, moving on to pick eight, we have the Carolina Panthers. Now, their, like, saying or whatever, like their team saying is keep on pounding. And that's probably why they have Mac Jones going here now because his sister's that hot. But, um, yeah, I mean, the Panthers definitely probably need a quarterback because I don't think two gloves is really going to do anything. But, yeah, if Mac Jones did go there, that would be, like, the whitest backfield in, like, fucking football history. <laughs> Mac Jones. No, yeah, I like – like, Mac Jones is – he really – I mean, obviously he was with – like Bama, so I mean that helps. But I, he was he balled out like he was a he I, like he he hit the guys in stride. His accuracy was like seventy seven percent, I think it was ridiculous. So yeah, I like Mac Jones wherever he goes. I don't know if this is too early, but they need they need. No, a yeah, Teddy B is definitely not that dude. Um, no, and Mac Jones, I think, is probably the third best quarterback in the draft. So, I would definitely go Jones here. I mean, kind of like they have the weapons around them to have a good offense, too. So, we'll see. Uh, next guy, we got Caleb Farley from Virginia Tech going to our Drew Locks Broncos. Um, see, I don't know, like, anything about this guy. I'm more of a certain guy from Alabama. But, yeah, I, I bet you guys don't know any of this Caleb Farley guy either. No, I, I'm with you with the certain. Patrick Certain is a. I mean, you think it's beast. certain like, that they pick him, right? Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, <laughs> you, would, you would think, wouldn't you? <laughs> nah, I don't know a fucking clue yeah, about either. this guy. We'll, be, we'll keep it going. Uh, the Cowboys yeah, yeah, yeah. pick a defense lineman, Quiddy Pay from Michigan. Now, the only reason why I brought this guy up is because if the Cowboys pick this guy, I mean, imagine him sucking and his name being Quiddy. Like, that's kind of, you know, it's kind of hilarious if you think about it. <laughs> that is actually really funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know shit about right. this dude either. Uh, next guy, we have Kyle Pitts. Now, I like this guy from Florida, the tight end, because they were comparing him to Chase Claypool as they could be, like, a tight end guy. They're just, like, really, like, big wide receivers. Like, some would say 90-10 ball guys. But, yeah, I mean – it's the NFL's going is going towards like a tight end league now. Like tight ends are getting paid the big bucks and they're balling out right now. I think Kyle Pitts is a stud, so 
Yeah, I mean, he's a wide receiver pretty much, playing the tight end position. Like, no, he's 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 beast. Uh, and they, I heard a bunch of stuff like how he's like could be like the one of the best tight ends in the like ever, just because how he like is basically a wide receiver, but he's playing the tight end position. So that's huge for a tight end like that if you're gonna play like I heard is like the west if you play West Coast the offense. It's a tight end driven offense. Like obviously, because Kelsey, Kelsey's in it, Kittle's in it, and so is Waller. So implement that with Pitts. He's gonna be beast. Yeah, I think a good comparison for Pitts is like a guy like Waller. Because like if you look at Waller, he does not look like a tight end at all. You know, he's just a ginormous receiver that can fucking burn you. So I'd say Pitts is kind of like a guy like that. Um, whoever takes him, yeah, like you said, Luke, if they're running that offense, like shotgun offense wise he's gonna get a lot of catches especially mm-hmm. like throughout the middle of the field and everything you can see you can stretch the whole imagine field out kyle, imagine if kyle you get a quarterback in scramble all right we'll move it on uh trey lance sophomore quarterback <laughs> out of north dakota state um i know like the way too early mock drafts like before college even happened like trey lance was like that dude like maybe could be going one but um i see him as like a little russell wilson guy um, I don't know how I feel about him because obviously he hasn't played all year. Um, he only is a sophomore in college. Uh, he would be going to the 49ers is what they got him at 12. I don't know. I think that's kind of early. He reminds me of like a Jordan Love pick of last year where it's like this guy could be a stud. He could bust easily. So, Yeah, like he had like 40 touchdowns and like no interceptions in last year I know but and he's already thrown an interception this year so he literally has more interceptions this year have they started games yeah I think he's got like a game in or something no it was says no I don't think you and I started yet oh yeah maybe it's just it just says 2020 stats so it must just be like one game they played in 2020 yeah but he did throw picks he threw one interception last year it was like like what the, what the hell is that? Like, that's crazy. But I don't really know much about him, considering he's an FCS guy. Yeah, I don't really have much uh, information on this guy either. Uh, we'll move on to fifteen because the other two guys are fucking nobodies. But um, Jalen Waddle going to uh, the Patriots at fifteen. Now the Patriots they normally never like pick skill skill people at all and he's not white so that's kind of really weird for the Patriots but yeah if Waddle's like not waddling around I feel like that'd be an insane pick guaranteed he doesn't go at 15 though because if he runs at 40 that he should there's no way I think he would drop that far no if he goes to the Patriots he'd be their number one receiver right away because their receivers are so fucking bad so that'd be like Jacoby Meyer, I think, the number one receiver. Probably their best quarterback on the That's Jared Stedham, actually. But uh, no, I, I don't really. No, I think he should go higher if he's healthy. And I think he will. I mean, yeah, I think this is a great pick if the Patriots end up duking him because the yeah, other receivers are like literally dog water. Like if they, if there was a chance for these uh, receivers on the Patriots to have any earning checks, they'd probably have none. <laughs> Hey, they can, they can throw a touchdown so like your quarterback. That's free. That's true. And probably throw for more than 30 yards. That's actually a proven fact. No, they're number two. Not ca- Since Edelman is on the IR, they're number two. Yeah, this year was Dante Myers. Jacoby Myers. Fuck is that guy? Jacoby Myers was like. Yeah. Don't forget about <laughs> that. Myers like, was like a hundred yards a game. Or that Damier Bird. Damien Bird or whatever the fuck his name is. He played a little. He did every once in a while. I had some good games, well, but he's not a receiver. Keeping it moving, we got Patrick Sturgeon, quarterback, quarterback to uh, Arizona. We'll just move on from him. Michael Pearsons, or Micah, uh, from Penn State. I don't know if you guys watch him at all, but he's a stud going to 18 to Dolphins. That would be I an heard, insane pick. I heard he's, like, the best line – or best, like, no, defensive player I heard player that, too. So, like, when I saw him going to the Dolphins at 18, I'm like, fuck. Like, that would be insane for the Dolphins to get him and that offensive lineman from – Oregon. Yeah, I heard rumors he was going to go oh, either yeah, three or four to the Dolphins or uh, Falcons. 
but I guess he's Damn, yeah, I know. Um, he's moving beast. on, we'll skip to pick 20. You got your Bears. I'm going Elijah Verrett Tucker from USC, an offensive lineman. What do you think about your team picking the offensive lineman? I like the move. I love it. We Our line is so bad. So bad. I know. Well, I like. I feel like that's like the only position we're in desperate need of. Like, obviously, hopefully, we get the quarterback thing figured out in the like through free agency. But like, besides that, like, we don't need a desperate need in any any other position. Like our D line linebackers, basically our old defense has solid guys all around there. Um, Everything's. We good. need like I guess maybe like one more receiver. Well, especially if A Rob leaves, we'll definitely be in need of a receiver. But yeah. I mean, hopefully, we can find out by then. So. I, I say if yeah, Aaron think... leaves, then we, like, hopefully can get, like, a fucking stud. But if not, mm-hmm. I think yeah, alignment's definitely, like, our best option. Yeah. Like, Mooney, Mooney, and we'll have Mooney and uh, Anthony Miller, but they're not, like, number one receivers. I think Mooney has potential. Mooney potentially could. Yeah, potentially one day he could be, but I don't think he's there yet. So, like, he's a good number two with A-Rod right uh, now. Going to the next pick, the Colts, Kadarius Tony from uh, – or the Tooney, I don't know. From Florida, the senior wide receiver. I don't know if you saw his uh, senior bowl, like, highlights, like, during practice and shit. He was burning people. Like, I think this dude will be a stud. He's quick as fuck. I mean, I think he could be a nice sleeper wide receiver in this draft. Yeah, I know because I know he they had Pitts and him balled out this year for yeah Florida. That's where he said he went Florida. Yeah, I thought his name was familiar. Yeah, so like if he could do that again, like not obviously the same, well, but yeah, he'd be too. that'd be they huge. Whoever got whoever gets him. Yeah, they need a number one receiver. That's true. Um, was he the one that rocked yeah. like number one? Yeah, he was a stud. I remember him. Like, SC champ could be lit yep. up. Yep. But, yeah, I think that's a great pick for the Colts. Uh, moving on to the Steelers pick, because I don't know the other two in front of them. Uh, Carlos Basham Jr. I hope that's how you say his name, because that's pretty badass. But he's from fucking Wake Forest. But um, he's an edge guy, which I don't really think we need an edge guy, even if we don't even get Dupree. Unless you lose Dupree. But... I think if the Steelers draft him, since we're good, so good at drafting, he'll be the best thing from Wake Forest since, I don't know, Tim Duncan. Chris Paul. Chris Paul. What about um, Wolford? Uh, fuck him. Wolford is a dog. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> There's a reason to for him. Yeah, no, I, he's from Wake Forest. I wouldn't even draft. I'd stay away from him, honestly. I don't even know who I'd Are go you? for like, if I was the Steelers right now, though. Like probably, I'd probably think a lineman because your linemen are probably older than the dirt they play on at this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, He's older than the dirty. I mean, fair. either that, that or I guess I know, I know, I know. I uh, know. All Seahawks fans have the biggest boner for Najee Harris too. So. Yeah, we'll get him. Um, moving down, like a lot of picks to the Bills at thirty, getting Najee Harris. Now, could you fucking imagine that offense? Holy shit! I mean, Devin Singletary. Nah, not really a big fan. More of like a fucking Mike. There, no, never mind, never mind. But and I, Najee Harris, I'm a big fan. If he went to the Steelers, I'd not be mad at all. But yeah, you guys stayed away there. Yeah, running backs are. Some people think like running backs yeah, like in the first sin. round are way too early too. Like I was like, if you're gonna get like a guy like not, yeah, like if you're gonna get a guy like Najee Harris like in the late first round, though, I feel like it's. There's nothing wrong with it. But other than that, I don't think you really take one. But, no, I think that's a good pick wherever he goes. He's a He was a beast for them. He can he was like a rece- receiver for him, basically, too. So, you're going to get both. Like, you receiver and a running, actual running back. Yeah, I think, like, well, he's really, like, the only running back in the draft class. You know? Like, you're thinking about, like, best running backs that's, in college football. Yeah. Like, there was, like, no, literally, like, not biased here, but it was him and Brees Hall were, like, the two, like, dogs. And then the rest was just kind of, like, a big drop-off. Yeah, if we're all being honest here. Yeah, I'll get the ring. Yeah, no, I'm, all right, Joe. Tell me. Let's hear your running back to college football. Oh, at the end. At the end. Hey, Makai like, Hawkeye trying... at the Aloha fucking whatever it is. It's like the senior bowl that, like, good enough seniors, like, don't make, like, the actual bowl. He <laughs> actually won MVP of the game. So, learn something new every day. 
So he went. So <laughs> no, Makai so Sargent balled out. This the is special what, needs senior bowl is what you're saying. Not maybe not special needs, but maybe like uh, <laughs> assisted living. <laughs> assisted living. Mean, you could go with that, I guess. <laughs> assisted playing. Like the there you go. No, I got her, but the not running back there. like rankings. All right, I take that joke back. We're all joking here on two birds on the phone. No, they have uh, – I forgot about – um, they have, like, Chubba Hubbard. Remember, he's, like, the last two years supposed to be a beast. They have him, like – It's literally Brees Hall. Tenth on the running back board. Like, he's, enough. he's, he's 11, like, a great value right on the running Hall, back board. Yeah, I'll we'll find out. Yeah. I couldn't even go to that fellas here. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, no, we'll they... move on to pick 31. We have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers picking our boy. From the Hawkeyes, uh, Davion Nixon, defensive tackle. Um, I think he's a beast. Too bad most Hawkeyes games, I just uh, was, like, saying how I could play quarterback, and I didn't even pay attention to their defense. Uh, yeah, so I think I think Davion's a dude. And if he went to the Buccaneers, it would be back-to-back years of getting just insane talent from the draft. So, Yeah, no, he's a beast. He had a hell of a year last year, and ever since he really played, he's been a beast. So I, the yep. you said the Bucks though. Well, I bet oh, I, that's surprising though that they're getting anyway. another. They still got uh, Vita Vea though. Oh yeah. About... You, they have so many guys on that defense. You know, like. But like, who do the Bucks really need? I don't know. You know, hey, I'm surprising. Know. Our boy Ryan Wilson made this. Yeah, draft, that's fair. Though, I don't. So. They have like. Like what do you what do the Bucks need? Like they don't I don't know if they corner maybe, maybe a secondary other than the safeties. Yeah. Um anyway, and for the last pick of the draft in the first round, we have Kansas City going Rondale Moore from Purdue. I fucking hate this guy coming from a Hawkeye point of view. He's really fucking good. Um I think he could be a sleeper. Oh, is he that receiver? He didn't he didn't even play against Hawks this year. We still fucking lost to Purdue, so maybe he just assists the wide receiver. Is he a receiver? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had like, like yeah. he had like two hundred a couple years ago against the Hawks. Uh, maybe he yeah to he hasn't played the last two years uh, really like one one year he, la- I think it, was, year. it wasn't last year because he didn't play but like a year before that I remember he he li- it was two, he lit up the Hawks the Hawks can't beat Purdue yeah it was 2018 19 he only had 387 yards 18 had 1200. But he he's only got three touchdowns in his career. That's not very good. Oh no, no, that's my bad. I was looking at the wrong stat. Yeah, I mean, Sorry. Other than that first round, like, what are other guys you'd see like maybe squeaking in there? Um, maybe Travis and any if somebody's desperate, but no. Yeah, I don't really know, but I think no, this Rondo Moore if he runs a four. Threes, I mean, you know, yeah. Jack the he's, yeah. he's not like a big wide receiver, so I think you would have to run that four three. <laughs> if if he runs, if he runs like a four four, they're not going to draft him. I guarantee it. Like, yeah, I mean, they would have a fucking track team. So, but I don't really know who. <laughs> I don't really know who I'd draft really, like that who could sneak in there. I feel like a lot of them are. There already, other than at the yeah, end. Yeah, and I mean, what I just said there, it could all go to shit. I mean, this whole mock draft could go to shit after the first pick anyway, so. Yeah. Well, the first pick's going to be that, certain. Like, no, it's going to be Lawrence, not certain. <laughs> it was, yeah, that's fair. My bad. I thought I thought certain would go, like. <laughs> no, other than that, though, it's going to be dicey. Ah, oh, fuck. All right. I mean, other than that, I don't know what else you guys got to say for this week. It's probably go hot. Fuck, I had something to say, but I forget it. Damn it. No, it wasn't that, but... Fuck, I forget. Oh, I'm here to set. Maybe he'll jump up there. Oh, yeah, fuck. I'm just kidding. That was a lie. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Jack, like, before you say anything. don't even need, like, a big receiver anyway, but... Yeah, they already got one. So yeah. Well, they probably don't want one with a bum ankle, anyways. 
Hey, well, he, yeah, they probably don't I want mean, that's, that's pure athleticism, bro. Buddy. I mean, that's I'm fair. about yeah, all the wide fair. receivers that can no, do you don't see that. Other like than Tyree. Dudes, except for that Simpson guy for the Bengals that literally made one play and yeah. fucking never showed up throughout his career, but. I forget what I was gonna say. Fuck. Alrighty, well, oh, Jack, you got any final words? No, uh, I don't need to bring up Iowa State. So. <laughs> oh, oh Terrell's gonna get another hey, pick. Tyree Stillburn yeah, though, I mean, balling his ass again, off right now. That'll be fun. Yeah, he's, he's second in the rookie. Oh, rankings. he is. Dude, no, I said um. Those my every year Kentucky guard gets drafted, they're gonna be really good, and they have Tyrese Maxi, Maxi yeah, and Quinn. The next year. they're well. I'm it's like automatic. Uh, I think Kentucky guard is gonna be bum. good almost if they're like a fresh. Fra- Balled out last night. He had forty point about forty points the other night. Yeah, he, he had the game winner against something someone. like that or thirty. It was thirty six. Thirty. No, I did see something though. It's like was Malik Monk like the only. Uh, Kentucky guard that didn't do good in there, something good, something like that. Kevin like, Knox, that's true. Was like yeah, forward. yeah, guards though. Well, I mean, like other than those Harrison twins, but they're like seen five, fifth year seniors or sixth, seventh, eighth right. year, whatever they were. So that basically, like if you're a rookie or a freshman, I mean, you just go. You're gonna be a beast. Alrighty. Well, I think that wraps up uh, this week in two birds one clone. Um. Go Chiefs. Uh, Hammer the under. Um, Yeah, talk to you guys later this weekend. This kid is is a a Let him go, it's time. Let him play. 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 Let him play.